This is the Star Coach Show with Meg Rentschler, episode 270. Let me tell you something. One speech can change everything. I've given a talk and come back with 20 clients, come home with 30 clients, 35 clients, not the possibility of clients, not business card is in my pocket. People signed up for something. And when people are signed up for something and they're investing even a small amount with you, they're now your client. What I recommend is that you remember that our ask cannot exceed the amount of influence we have built. Okay. I'm going to say that again. Our ask cannot exceed the amount of influence we have built. So what that means is if you go give a speech and you invite people to join your three-month program, even if you make it super inexpensive, your ask is too big because people invest not only with their money, they also invest with their time. Welcome to Star Coaches, the show for professional coaches that brings you coaching strategies, tools, and resources. Whatever your focus or niche, take a front seat weekly as industry leaders, decision makers, and innovators share their wisdom and expertise on the ins and outs of successful coaching. Now join your host, Meg Rinchler, as she connects you with your star coaching potential. Hello and welcome to the show. It is wonderful to have you here. I hope you're having a fabulous day and that what we're bringing to you on the show today just makes it that much more fabulous. My name is Meg Rentschler. I am your host for the Star Coach Show, where each and every week we bring you different strategies, tools, and resources to help you create the business that you desire, to build the skills so that you have the confidence to engage with your clients and invite people to work with you, and to look at leadership and how leadership can be impacted through the coaching process. I've been working with coaches for over 12 years and through both my executive coaching business and my teaching and mentoring coaches, I just have seen what coaching can do in the world, how we can help leaders engage more fully and confidently with their peers and their teams and their management and, and how coaches can really make an impact through their listening and partnership through the coaching process. And it is my hope that the Star Coach Show helps that continue to grow and thrive. So with that, let me move into who my guest is today. I am delighted to introduce you to Katerina Rando. Katerina is a master certified coach. She is on a mission to teach, mentor, and support women to be themselves, to do their thing, to serve people, and massively monetize their mastery. Now, before you gentlemen say, oh, well, this show is just for women. No, 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 it is not. While Katerina is the founder of the Thriving Women in Business Giving Community and the founder of the Thriving Women in Business Center located in San Francisco, what she is sharing with us today is going to apply to you whether you are a man or woman. The key thing is here, the concepts that she brings are so powerful around 
how influence is so important and influence needs to equal the ask. And if that's like, what? Well, then you need to listen to the interview to get some clarity about that. But in the interview today, Katerina is going to share with us five pillars you need for a successful business. She's going to share her influence formula with us. She is going to help us understand that when you speak, you're going to come home with clients. When you get this pattern down, when you understand this formula and you are able to apply it to your business, you will see it in your bottom line. I was absolutely truly just thrilled to meet Katerina. We had such a good time together. And it's one of those where I wish she didn't live so, so far away, because I just know we would be best buds. Um, and, and I think you will just get so much from her energy, her experience, and her desire to help you thrive. So let's go to my interview with Master Certified Coach Katerina Rando. Katerina Rando, welcome to the Star Coach Show. I have been really looking forward to having you on the show. We've actually been working on getting together for about three months or four months. It's been a while. So, so glad that we finally were able to do this. And we're going to bring information forward that coaches need to hear. Actually, small businesses need to hear. Just people need to hear. Let's start with who you are and what lights you up about what you do. I'm Katerina Rando. I live in San Francisco, California. I'm Italian-American, second generation. My grandfather was a shoemaker. My other grandfather owned a grocery store. My parents were the first people in their family to go to college. My sister opened a cafe, and that was my first regular job, was working at the cafe. And then my sister left, and I took over the cafe. And here's the thing. I loved having a business. I loved talking with people all day long. I learned, got very good at memorizing names, and I make the best cappuccino you ever met in your life. However, I did not feel that food service was my mission on the planet. And I'm looking for what is my thing? What is my thing? And then one day this lady comes to my cafe and she thanks me for some business advice I had given her the last time I was there. That was it. That moment, I literally felt a pang of bliss in my heart. She touched me and I let that moment matter. And that's important because a lot of times we have amazing things happen, but we don't let them matter. They matter for a minute and then the fear gets in the way. Mm -hmm. And in this case, I didn't know what I was going to do or how I was going to do it, but I knew that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to support women to be successful in business. And That's how I got started way back when. What led you into the path of coaching? I had a business coach at the time when I had my cafe. Our first job was to help me learn how to take a day off. And that was Laura Whitworth, by the way, who was one of the founders of the Coaches Training Institute. So I was actually in the first graduating class of coaches. There was only four of us for CTI. How exciting. Yes, goes way back. And I loved the people side of it. I have a master's in counseling psychology. So I love the 
the uplift part and the being a good listener. My dad tells me all the kids in the neighborhood used to come to me for advice when I was a kid. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember much of that, but you know, that's, it's, it's who I am. It's how I roll. Some people are naturally coaches long before they're professional coaches. The way I coach is it's a little bit coach. It's a little bit counselor. It's a little bit consultant. It's a little bit cheerleader. I wear many hats and always have. And I think that's what's required for people that have a business. So good. I spot on, uh, you've touched on things that that we've uh, brought forward in other shows as well. And I love your perspective. I love your family history. And one of the things that you seem to be passionate about in helping women grow their businesses and and be able to do what they love successfully is that we have to be able to monetize it, right? I mean, Absolutely, if my friend. we don't monetize it, then right. we're having to do something else instead of what we want to do to put food on the table. So what, where do we want to start when we just think about yeah. your whole philosophy about that? Well, let me say this, you know, even before I knew how to have an assistant, I had an assistant because I realized that my job is to do the part that makes the money. And too many business owners are doing marketing, they're doing web design, they're doing bookkeeping, they're spending hours fooling around with Canva or their newsletters, and they're not engaging in revenue-producing activities. And guess what? None of those things are revenue-producing activities. What's revenue-producing is building influence and inviting people to be your client. And I like to actually say there's five pillars that are your job as a business owner, speaking in the broad sense of the word, speaking, podcasting, videos, clubhouse, Facebook Live. Those are your job. And then, of course, selling, unless you have a sales force, look in the mirror, sweetheart. You're You're the sales force, (laughs) right? Okay. And then speaking, selling, serving your clients, of course, and then strategy. You're the one who has to figure out what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. And the last one is self-care. And the thing is that some business owners are running themselves ragged because they're doing all those other things that are not their job. You got five jobs. That's enough jobs. Right. So if it's not in one of those pillars, we need to be thinking about who else can can fill that gap. Exactly. Exactly. And the biggest mistake I see is that business owners are trying to do all their marketing themselves. Nobody cares who built your web page. Nobody cares who made that fancy graphic. What they care about is who are you and how can you help me? Mm-hmm. And our job is to have them not only know us, like us, and trust us, which we hear about influence, but they also need to know that we're the right solution. And that comes from us really bringing massive value. And Meg, if I could share my influence equation with everybody. Please do. We would love to know your influencer (laughs) equation. Okay, great. Here it is. Visibility plus value plus consistency equals influence. And when we think about visibility, we think about showing up networking or speaking. And that, of course, counts. The reason why speaking is the best, though, is because we get to make ourselves known. So you might be at an event, but only a few people know that you were even there. Mm-hmm. Or even on in, in a Zoom room, if you are off video the whole time, nobody even remembers you, right? right? When you're the speaker, you get to not only make yourself known, 
you get to bring your massive value and you get to showcase your massive value. And as a result of that, that's the second part, the value, then people are going to want to come and work with you. And the thing about consistency that's so important is that, first of all, that increases your productivity at whatever it is. It moves you more towards mastery at whatever it is. But the other thing is, as we know, there's something in psychology called the law of familiarity. And so the more people see your face or hear your name or see that you're doing something, the more they know you, like you, and trust you, even when they've never met you. And that's, again, if you're doing all the jobs, it's very difficult to be consistent. And that's why we need support. I like to tell my clients, you're the Beyonce of your business, okay? Your job, you're the talent. Your job is not to make the costumes or sweep the floor or book the venue, right? Your job is to bring your massive value. So I'm hearing all sorts of wheels turning in the audience and and thinking, you know, Katerina, that's great, but how can I bring in people to help or how do I, I right. don't, I'm just starting. I just, so what kind of advice would you give? For well, that? here's, here's what people say. Oh, Katerina, that's fine for you or Sheila or Mary, because they've, you know, been doing it a while and they have more revenue. I don't have hardly any revenue. Here's why, because you're spending your time doing things that are not your job and you're not asking people to be your client. I mean, I've seen this, Meg, I'm sure you've seen this a thousand times. People are getting ready to get ready to begin to get going with their business. They're getting everything, you know, in their mind, perfect, their site, their offers or everything. And they're not talking to anybody. Okay. Super tip alert. Perfection is not only not required, it's not encouraged because it is in the do. And here's the other thing. Mm -hmm. It is in the doing that we learn things. It's in the doing that we move towards mastery on things. And the goal is mastery, not perfection mastery. The longer it takes for people to get ready, get ready, get going, the more not only are they pushing off their mastery, they're also pushing off their revenue. And I think they're eroding their confidence. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as a result, then they're not going to have any clients and they're not going to have any revenue. The shortest distance between you and a full client base is sales conversations, building influence, and then talking to people. Now, Meg, I use the word sales conversations so everyone knows what we're talking about. I'm not, I'm anti-script. I'm anti-free consultation. Why? Because you want to build influence before you have that conversation. And once you have that conversation and you have influence, they're going to be open to working with you. And really part of the purpose of that call is for you to see if they're the right match for you. Not vice versa. Exactly. Exactly. Because, and this is, you know, I'm all about coaches and small business owners blissing in their business. And how do you bliss in your business? You only work with people that you're excited to work with, Mm -hmm. that they meet your client criteria. And here's also why. And I've looked at this myself. Sometimes I've had people get in that they didn't give me the full report and I didn't know that there were certain things going on with them that made them not the right match. For example, all my clients are full-time in their business. If somebody still has a job, they're really not the right match right. because we require a lot of action. The thing is that if people are not the right match, you know what? They don't get great results. 
And then you don't get those clients that are just dying to work with you and and sharing about how wonderful you are. Right. Because, and part of what has me bliss in my business, and I know everyone who's listening is when people get great results. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. And when they start to transform and when they become more confident and, and more loud and proud, I got this one client. I used to say to people, I won't say her name, but you know, I would, I would say, you know, you know, Sheila, you know, Sheila with the, nobody could ever remember who she was. Now I mention her name. Everybody knows who she is. Why? Because she's become loud and proud. She's stepped into her leadership role. Right. And, And seeing that transformation lights me up. And so the more we can start with somebody that we know they're the right match for us to provide results and transformation, the more we want to work with those people and refer the people that are not quite the match to someone else because there's coaches covering everybody. I love it when somebody says, hey, I'm still having a JLB. Great. I refer them to a coach that helps people with getting started. Mm -hmm. Perfect. So your your whole thing is give a speech and come home with clients. Yes. So for everybody who's listening, how do they okay. begin to get that and yeah. you know that okay, momentum good. to give a speech? And let me tell you something. One speech can change everything. I've given a talk and come back with 20 clients. Come home with 30 clients. 35 clients. Not the possibility of clients, not business card is in my pocket. People signed up for something. And when people are signed up for something and they're investing even a small amount with you, they're now your client. Now, what I recommend is that you remember that our ask cannot exceed the amount of influence we have built. Okay. I'm going to say that again. Our ask cannot exceed the amount of influence we have built. So what that means is if you go give a speech and you invite people to join your three-month program even if you make it super inexpensive, your ask is too big because people invest not only with their money, they also invest with their time. So when you, exactly, right? So when you give a talk and you say, hey, come to my 90-minute workshop or come to my three-week thing once a week, you're going to get some pickup. And that sale could be 27, 47, 97, 197, depending on your business. That sale is not the important sale. Exactly. That is just the sale to get them in the door. Because the more time you spend with them, then the more influence you're going to build. Let me give an example, Meg, if I could. I would love an example. Okay, good. I remember, this is way back when, okay, when sending out an email could fill a course. I sent out an email and we had 10 people sign up for a four-week course at $97. One email filled it up. Yes. Okay. My friend, when people opened their (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's way. So here's the thing. Without talking to anybody, 10 gals sign up for this class. Now that's like what? 997 or 996 or not even $1,000, but that's not what I'm interested in. I do the four weeks and what happens? Two ladies sign up for a retreat. Two ladies, which is five fifty five hundred. Two ladies sign up for a nine week, which is a two thousand. Two ladies sign. We used to publish books. Sign up for a four thousand dollar book project. Okay, now that's a sixty percent close ratio right there. I can't even remember what the other four gals did, but my point is that it's the op by just having them join you for two weeks, three weeks, or or three hours, or ninety minutes. Now you have more time to build more influence with them. 
Because now here's also another guiding principle. The more time they spend with you, the more they are open to investing with you and the more dollars they're open to investing with you. And this is what I want people to recognize. Don't be inviting people to talk to you when you haven't built influence and don't be trying to convince them to buy from you because you have no influence. So now you're trying to persuade and you're trying, and nobody likes to be on the other end oh, of the script. Nobody likes, and, and just right. that, that, that energy of, of need of pulling is, it's right. just, it's, it's, oh. it's repelling. It's no good. Yeah. And there's, there's two kinds of potential clients. There's the prove it to me potential client. And there's the show me potential client. Show me what you got. How could you help me? That's the one that they're open, that you have influence with. And those are the people that we want to be talking to. You know, I teach sales. I teach Thrive at Sales. Meg, I train other coaches to teach sales. Mm -hmm. But guess what? We don't use scripts. We don't use free consultation. No, we use workshops to build influence and other speaking strategies so that then when you're talking to people, they're open to working with you. And all you got to say is, what are you looking for? And okay. And what do you want to create? And how can I help you? And hey, let me show you. And then you always ask, hey, would you like to hear about XYZ, which is going to be a good match to get you the results you want? So we don't have to think of sales as icky or think of it as salesy or car salesman. Selling is service. The more we can recognize selling is service the more we can come from a place of, hey, let's see if I'm a good match for you and I can be of service. This week's show is being sponsored by Searchy. Searchy is one of my favorite tools that I use to create a customized client experience in my practice. It's the most flexible, easy-to-use, web-based software solution that helps me create, organize, and share my content with my clients, from client sessions, group session recordings. My membership site is being built on Searchy. I got to tell you, Searchy helps me create a beautiful content experience for any courses that I create, my membership, and my coaching. And it's more accessible and easier to consume without ever having to code or need an expensive developer. You can do it yourself. If you want to know more about Searchy, go to starcoachshow.com slash resources, starcoachshow.com slash resources, and learn more about Searchy. Right now, they have a great Planet Build It workshop happening, so Access that resource now, starcoachshow.com slash resources. So one of the things that I want people to hear is that, and correct me, please, if I've got this wrong, is that you're not necessarily saying get out there on the speaker circuit and get money for your speaking. I mean, that's fine if you do that. But what we're talking about here is getting in front of audiences, speaking to sell, that you're getting in front, you're offering a lunch and learn. Right. So there's a few different strategies. So one is you want to go to groups 
where your potential clients are gathered. If your clients are HR professionals, you go to the HR groups. There's many. If your clients are business owners, there's a lifetime supply of groups that have business owners for you to get in front of. If If your clients are moms, same thing. There's a lifetime supply of groups to talk to. And Meg, there's a lifetime supply times 100 now because we don't have to leave our house. You know, I've spoken in three states before two o'clock in the afternoon. So I've spoken in three states before two o'clock in the afternoon from my dining room to three different groups. Why? Because we don't have to even go anywhere to share our massive value now. Now, of course, many states are opening back up. Don't think, though, that Zoom is going anywhere or the virtual meeting is going anywhere. There are new groups popping up all over simply to utilize the virtual platform. Right. And that, and here's the other thing. So that's one strategy. Go talk to groups that already exist where your ideal clients are gathered. Meg, I'm going to give you two more super strategies. Okay. I We are so lucky here. Go okay. ahead. The other one is that you always want something that is a low time investment and a low dollar investment to invite people to, which means every month you're going to have your own virtual Zoom workshop once or twice a month. I do it usually twice a month. I got clients that do it every week. And why? Because then when you get referrals, when you're networking, when you're doing social media, when you're connecting with people in any format, you always have something to invite them to that is an easy yes for them. And even if you have a price on that workshop, any potential clients you invite as your VIP guests. Now, this rinse and repeat strategy will allow you to build massive influence and gain Insta clients every time. Now, I got one more for you, but before I, before I do that, I'm going to give you a super tip that is going to change wow. everything. Guys, I guarantee you, you're all just kind of sitting with your mouths wide open right now. Go ahead. Okay. Lay it so, on us. So, so Meg, I've been doing my thing for 28 years. I like to, I don't usually say that because I like to think I look a lot younger, but here's the thing. I've been doing my thing for a long time. For the first 26 years, I did not do this strategy. And this strategy has changed everything. Let's say I'm talking to people about coming to my workshop. I met with networking or referrals or et cetera. Normally you would invite them and then you would reach out to them and you would say, hey, would you like to talk after? Or they would say to you, now what I do is I schedule as many of those post-workshop calls when I invite them to come to the workshop. So now, I'm, and here's, and by the way, I'm going to give exact language. Here's what I say. Okay. I say, Meg, I'm so excited that you're coming to my XYZ workshop. You know what? Why don't we set up a time after I can answer any questions, clarify anything for you. And if it feels right to you, talk about how I can continue to support you. Would that work for you? There you go, everybody. I just gave you the exact language. And Meg, let me tell you something. When I started to do this, I thought I would get resistance. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've gotten almost no resistance. Why? Because if they reached out to you once, even if they don't really know you, they're going to be happy to talk to you again. And so now whenever I do a workshop, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to get 30 gals to schedule calls. I might, I'm just trying to get maybe the gals I don't really know yet that I didn't do that with to schedule calls. And this has allowed for so much more 
ease of calendaring because it's all about getting people on your calendar to talk to them. And then it seems to me that you can just focus in on what your workshop is, what your without like, how am I going to do the invite? How am I? Because that's already done. It's just a flow. Now, my experience is that most women, first of all, we know from personality testing and, you know, everybody, we're all, we've all been educated in the four quadrants and of the, that only one personality type will make Insta decisions. Okay. So now you've got 75% of your audience that they're not going to respond to your irresistible invitation that you have to act now and before the hour is over. And that for a lot of people that puts pressure that turns them off Mm -hmm. and you have to be extra salesy in order to do that. Rather, what I like to do is tell them what's going on, give them the invitation and say, and this is good for the next week when we, until after we have our conversation. So that way they got time to look at their money. They got time to think about now, this does not get as many running to the back of the room. Like we've seen, right? Guess what? We're not looking for that. We're looking for long-term and lifelong clients. And we don't want people to Insta sign up because the truth is we want to talk to them and see if they're the right match. For us as well. Exactly. That's Go what back I'm saying. to your original point. Exactly. Of if we really, is this somebody that is going to be able to create the kind of success that we right. can offer? And we don't want to take people's money if we don't think that we're the right match for them. So a conversation is required. So important and so good. And that leads into those keep your clients coming back because yes. you've built that relationship. They're not yes. having buyer's remorse. I right. mean, some might have buyer's remorse, but that's just human nature. In general, though, you're you're building them to that place. So I would think that that reduces buyer's remorse. Absolutely. Now let's hang out there for a second, Meg. Okay, let's. Okay. So it is absolutely natural when anytime someone spends a good chunk of money, more, especially with more than they're used to, mm-hmm. that they are going to question, maybe not necessarily buyer's remorse, but buyers questioning of whether or not that was the right match. So here's what we have to do as coaches instantly. We have to solidify the sale. And how do we do that? We do that with a call the next day, welcoming them to the community. We do that with a, 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 we send, we send um, a mug with chocolates in it that says, you know, welcome to the community when we get a new client. That solidifies the sale because, and here's the other thing. Okay. Engagement is the queen of everything. I have a little sign here. The listeners cannot see engagement is the queen of everything. And it's got a crown and everything on the sign. <laughs> yeah. And here's the, here's the thing. Let's, for example, I'm doing a retreat in a couple of months and I have ladies that have signed up for this retreat 10 months ago. We're our bliss retreat for women on a mission. It's on a cruise ship. What do I say to them? Oh, okay, Sheila. Thank you. I'll see yeah, you in they, 10 we'll months. We'll see you in a, yeah. Right. Have okay. a good 10 months. And we'll, <laughs> right. Hopefully you no. remember to show up for the cruise. Right. Okay. <laughs> no, that, because what happens then what you were just saying that, that buyer's consideration, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, oh, well, you know, I could do something else with that money. So that's why you got to get them engaged right away. Now I will tell you, Meg, we haven't even gone on this retreat yet. And I've got ladies that have been engaged because they signed up a while ago. And guess what? They've already signed up for the next year 
because they've gotten so much value before I've even been able to deliver what they signed up for. So engagement is the queen of everything. And this is what you have to do right away to eliminate that buyer's remorse. And let me also say, the sooner you get your dates together, you get your plan together, you can start signing people up. Let's say your your program starts in six months. Mm -hmm. You can start signing people up right now. And then you would say, hey, when you sign up early, we have a bonus call every month or something, or I'm going to give you extra coaching session or something to keep them engaged. So I got a lifetime supply important. more on this, my friend, but we'll Oh, no, because it's just, I guarantee you, everybody's just eating this up. Now, I want to circle back around to be sure, because you had said there were- Yeah, I got one more. Here, yeah, yes. here it is. Okay. So we talked about the speaking. We talked about every month having your own workshop once or twice that you're going to do. So you always have some invite people to. Here's the third strategy. Look at your client base. Look at your clients that we would call your champions. They love you. They love working with you. They've gotten great results. And we would also say that they're happy to be loud and proud about the value you bring. You want to ask them to host you for what I call an intimate intro. They invite their friends. They invite whoever they think is a good match. And then you take whatever workshop you would be doing on your own, and you do that for your client's exclusive audience that they've put together. And then you say, because, because you're Meg's friend, guess what? I've got an irresistible invitation for you, blah, blah, blah. And you make that easy yes invitation. And then your client gets a commission for anyone that continues. Here's the thing. A lot of coaches say, hey, invite your clients to my thing and you'll get a commission for whatever they sign up for. No, you have to build influence first. Right. Once okay. again, and that is a theme I want everybody exactly. to hear. You have to build exactly. influence first. Exactly. And also recognize it's very hard for people to get people to give a lot of time when you don't have influence. I used to do a two-day on the ground. Now we do them all virtual, but I used to do a two-day on the ground event. And I had this client, very charismatic got extremely amount, outstanding results, went from 100K to 200K in a year. And she was like, Katerina, I'm going to get all my people to come to your event. And she was so excited. Well, guess what? She was not, she did get a couple people, but she was not able to get the 10 people that she wanted to get because she was the one with influence, not me. And so even though she said, hey, she's gotten me these results, it wasn't enough to get them to give me two days. And I saw that, which is why now, Meg, we employ this. Let's just have them show up on Zoom for an hour. She, If, if we did that, she would have been able to get 40 people because, right. because it was a low time commitment. So this is what I want people to recognize. You got to build influence before you ask people to buy. And then you don't have to worry about being salesy or having a script or even you know being masterful at the selling. Because they're going to be like, what do you got? Because clearly you got massive value. So good. And this is the other piece that I want everybody to hear because it went by quickly. If you do something and it doesn't work, that doesn't mean you have to throw in the towel. Right. And is it, I mean, Katerina learned from that and went, <laughs> oh, I need to build the influence first. Exactly. Let me adjust what I right. did. So if you think, okay. I've got this two-day thing coming up. This person's going to bring 10 people and it ends up 
not creating the results that you want, go back to the drawing board. Think about it. Where was the gap? What was missing? That's so important. Thank you, Meg. And let me tell you something. I used to do when we, back when I was out in the world, I used to run around doing um, these intros with clients in different area codes. Because again, if you're doing a workshop in your area code, I think of area codes for marketing. It's a little bit, you know, more than just the city, but like I live in San Francisco and, you know, there's, there's a lot of traffic and there's bridges. And for me to invite people, I actually have a center in San Francisco where I used to do my workshops, but nobody's going to drive an hour or two hours when they don't know who you are. So I would go to other area codes. So you're, they're just driving 10 or 20 minutes and we would do this on the ground. You can also do this in somebody's living room. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's be clear. You don't need to rent a, a hotel room or a hotel conference room to do this. You can meet in somebody's living room or you can meet via Zoom. And everyone is so excited to come to this exclusive event with, with who, a person they know and their coach who's gotten them great results. It works every time. Every time, well, you can just hear it in your voice. You can hear it in um, the energy that you're sharing. And I, I think you know, if I, if everybody hears just one thing, it's that concept. You have to build influence first. Yes, and because again, we're looking for long-term and lifelong clients. And when our ask exceeds our influence, when we meet people and say, "Hey, want to sign up for my year-long thing?" You know, this many thousands of dollars. Now you just turn them off and they're going to be like, who, who, who are you? Okay. And most of them are too gracious. They don't say that, but you know, they say they don't have time or they don't have money. If that's what you're hearing, people are not telling you your ask is too big, sweetheart. Okay. So that's why it's important for us to build influence. And guess what? The amount of influence we have to build Meg is different for everybody. You know, I told you about one of the ladies who's uh, coming on our retreat who signed up 10 months ago. She has a podcast. I was a guest on her podcast. We had a conversation. She signed up. But guess what? She had invested in programs before. She had invested in retreats before. And I find with people that have invested in coaching, invested in programs, they're much more quicker to be ready for the conversation. People that have never invested in coaching, and they say, you're charging 150, 250, 500, whatever you're charging for an hour. Are you kidding me? Right. They think, you know, that's what they think because they're not used to it. Right. Right. So they're usually going to take longer. So sometimes I invite people two or three times, or I look at how else can I have them engaged? Maybe I'm inviting them somewhere else. I'm speaking. It's all about engagement. And the more time we spend with people, the more influence we build when we get to showcase our massive app. What a beautiful way. Is there anything, any closing remark that you want to add? Because time, as I said, was going to has absolutely flown. You've given value over value. You have certainly built some influence here. Anything that that yeah, you well, want to share? Meg, as you know, I got a lifetime supply. What I want to say here, though, are two other guiding principles that I want to make sure everyone embraces. First one is that there is going to be disappointment du jour in your business, okay? There are going to be people that are excited to talk to you that don't show up for their calls. They're going to people, they tell you they're ready to get started. They vanish. That's okay. That's business. We need to be able to take any disappointment and turn it into determination. 
I remember not too long ago, I had a cancellation for something. I took a deep breath and I said, who can I get to replace this cancellation? And I called someone who had said no to me six months earlier. And here's another important phrase to learn. I said, can we revisit that conversation? Guess what? We revisited the conversation. She signed up. The thing is, that is an example of taking discouragement, turning it into determination. That's the first thing I want everyone to understand. The second thing is, and by the way, determination is a skill. Okay. We build it. The second thing is that your business is supposed to be your bliss. And if if it is not your bliss, take a good look at what would it take to make it your bliss? And if it's you need more clients and you need more money, then sweetheart, let's learn to sell because selling is service. And the more you sell, the more you get to serve. Wow. So now, how can people learn more about you and follow you? Well, thank you, Meg, for asking. First of all, I love Facebook. You can send me a direct message on Facebook, I will answer myself. Also, I love Clubhouse. I have a a club on Clubhouse called Thriving Women in Biz Club. Meg will have to have you as a guest because I'm doing Bliss in Your Business rooms. We're doing wind down rooms on Fridays. Please come and join our club and follow me and I'll follow you back. And also I'm on Instagram and LinkedIn, but I don't really hang out much on LinkedIn. And I'd love everyone to come to my next workshop. You're welcome to go to katarinarando.com slash links. And not only will you see my next free workshop, but you'll also see I've got several free gifts there, Meg, one on getting booked, one on how to quickly invite people through Facebook to your events. Personally, all kinds of free gifts, um, uh, checklists to support everyone in their business, katarinarando.com slash links. And I would love to connect with any coaches personally that want to bliss more in their business. So important. And we will have those links in our show notes for this episode. Katerina, this has been such a joy. Thank you for bringing your incredible perspective and energy to the show. My pleasure. Oh my goodness. I wonder if you're as energized after listening to that interview as I was after doing the interview. Katerina is amazing. And if you'd like to connect with her, go to starcoachshow.com slash 270. That's starcoachshow.com slash 270. And access the show notes where the links to connect with Katerina will be. And I invite you back next week. I'm going to be going solo with you to talk about creating a great client experience. What are some of the extras that you can add that aren't going to break the bank for you, yet create an ongoing relationship, have those extras thrown in that help your client feel special, feel very much a part of the partnership, and that you value the partnership. So that's what we're going to be talking about next week. And I hope that you come back and join me for that. If you're enjoying the show, please consider leaving a rate and review wherever you listen. The more rates and reviews we get, the more people will find our show. And if you're looking for resources and the kinds of resources that have helped me build my business, 
Access starcoatshow.com slash resources, starcoatshow.com slash resources. So until next week, this is Meg Rentschler wishing you the very best for your coaching success. Have a fantastic week. Be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and come back next week as we continue our journey into strategies, tools, and resources to help you build your coaching business.